Phoenix Radio Network. You're listening to Casey Ryan on the cutting room floor. Casey, the floor is yours. How you doing, everybody? Casey Ryan here again for another episode of the Cutting Room Floor, a little podcast that I started to showcase any entertainers and creative types from all walks. I like to say, if you've got a story to tell or a project to sell, I want to hear from you. The easiest way to get a hold of me is on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Cutting Room MRB or hit me up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cutting Room MRB or shoot me an email with your feedback, good, bad, or ugly. If you want to be on the show, if you have a piece of music that you want me to play, uh, there's lots of room for everybody on here and I'm, I'm happy to help get the stories out the best way that I can. Uh, so that's cuttingroomfloor.mrb at gmail.com and I do respond to everything and I'm, you know, I'm happy to get anything out there that I can. Uh, so this is the second half of the double header that, that we've got going today. Uh, and a quick thank you as we do at the top of the show to the wolf who acts my announcer. Uh, you can listen to him and his dear wife Susan every Sunday night from 8 o'clock until midnight right here on the Mix Radio Network on the Live from the Morgue podcast. Uh, also to Michael Cardillo who wrote my jingle for me and to BrigadeRadio1.org out in Los Angeles who have given me a home away from home. Uh, I'm syndicated out in Los Angeles now and Ethan Detmeyer and the gang have been very, very generous in terms of getting me set up out there and I couldn't be happier about it. So again, BrigadeRadio1.org uh, for the cutting room floor in L.A. Um, so the reason that you're listening to this now or downloading it later, and I'll also give a big thank you to a mutual friend of ours, uh, Paul Reeves. Uh, Paul has been one of my longest standing collaborators and uh, one of the best friends that I've met in, in the course of the 10 years that I've, I've been doing the show, believe it or not, it's been that long. Uh, Paul actually set me up on the interview with my guest today. So Julie Katsuli, as she's known online, uh, to those close to her, she's known as Julie Hubbard. Uh, she's a freelance artist, an animator, and a blogger out of the Atlanta area, which is one of the cities in the States that's on my bucket list of places to see. Uh, she's also created uh, videos and illustrations for clients all over the world, and when she's not busy doing that, she's in the heart of the Atlanta community uh, doing work as an entertainer at children's birthday parties. Uh, so without further ado, and it's always great fun to have people on here for the first time, the Cutting Floor proudly welcomes uh, Julie Katsuli. Julie, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So thank you very much for, for your time this afternoon. We, we, we're circling on a couple of different days. <laughs> you and I had mm-hmm. a bit of a schedule. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So uh, the first question I always have for everybody when they're on here for the first time, Julie, uh, is did I get all of your bio information right or is that close enough? Yeah, that's great. Okay, great, great. Uh, so, so I, I guess in terms of uh, you know, as a, as an animator, you know, I'll ask kind of an abstract question for starters. Uh, okay. Uh, w- what kind of freelance work do you do as an animator? Um. So I work in mainly in Adobe Animate. It used to be called Adobe Flash. Um. So I, a client will come to me and tell me something that they want, maybe a video or something, and then I kind of do the character designs. Uh, sometimes I might do some of the voice acting, and I just kind of produce it from there. Okay, I didn't realize you did the voice part too, uh, which is mm-hmm. kind of interesting yeah. too. So, um, now I, I did see your demo reel before I actually went over to your YouTube channel and and watched through a, a couple of the other things that you've done. But but I, you know the one thing that kind of caught my eye was that you really have a wide variety 
uh, of sort of moods and, and and styles that you go for. I mean, it's, it's it's really great that you can go across genres like that, or you know, different types of. Not all of it look the same, is what I'm saying. Oh, Where's yeah, thank you, thank you. I like dabbling in different kinds of uh, styles and doing different things creatively and seeing which ones I like the best. So, so uh, tell me a little bit about that process. Then, what are some of the things that you do enjoy doing, or what are the things that you have tried that were out of your comfort zone? That, that uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh um, I've tried, um, there was a couple of things that I've tried doing as far as animation goes. Uh, one of them, I was trying uh, some animation on top of live action footage. Um, one of my favorite films has always been Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, so I always kind of liked how they, you know, put those two together. So one of the challenges um, that I've done for a client was whenever I was doing a live action, like having some cartoons on top of, uh, you know, the live footage. So that was, that was fun. I used uh, After Effects for that one. Okay, and uh, what were some of the things that kind of put you out of your comfort zone a little bit that you said, oh, you know, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to take a crack at it anyway? Hmm, well, that in general, uh, the live footage, or, you know, the cartoons putting on top of live footage, I wasn't really sure how to, like, time everything just right the way I wanted to, you know, so that was a real challenge, but it was a lot of fun. Okay, and, uh, I mean, one of the things about animation is that, that uh, you know, just in terms of a, a filmmaking style, like I, I, I've often equated animation as, as really going about things the hard way, especially when you're an indie artist, right? Because mm -hmm. I mean, you're yeah. very heavily relying on the uh, on the technology, and it's got to be done a certain way for it to look like a finished product. Uh, I guess what are some of the challenges that you have faced as an indie artist? Hmm. Um. Let's see. Um. Like, what do, you, what do you mean? Well, just in terms of, you know, what are some of the obstacles that you felt that you have, have had to overcome in terms of, you know, putting a project together? Or, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't really know how to phrase that question. But. Yeah, uh, some of it might have been just the creative process and going back and forth uh, with the client, getting something exactly, you know, the way that they envision you know, because, you know, two different people visualize things differently. So, you know, they might say something and then I'll bring it to them. And it's just kind of trying to bring that to life, I guess. Okay. And, and uh, you also mentioned that you, you have a blog that you put together to, to jot down your thoughts on some things. What are some of the things that you like to blog about? Um, well, I like to write uh, motivational articles. Um, I also like to write about, like, tr my travels and things that's going on in Atlanta. Things like that. And also updates on my work as oh, well. Okay, yeah. And, and I was going to mention this uh, a little bit later on, but you do like to travel too, right? And I do. Mm -hmm. My last trip was actually uh, to London. Yeah. Just last yeah. yeah, and I noticed that you posted a couple of uh, videos up there uh, on your mm -hmm. YouTube channel. So what are some of the things that you like to do when you travel? Hmm. I like to go sightseeing. I like to experience different things. Um, you know, just about anything. I'm pretty adventurous, so... Do you, I like to try it all. <laughs> you, yeah, okay, well, you know, what are some of the other places that you've been, uh, you know, or some of the places that you haven't been yet that you'd like to see? Um, I'd love to see Scotland. Um, for, for the most part, I've pretty much traveled around the States. I've been to uh, New York City. That was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I went to St. Thomas and St. Martin on a cruise. That was fun. Um, but, yeah, Scotland is definitely on my bucket list as well as Japan and, you know. 
bunch yeah. of others. Yeah, <laughs> Scotland's on my bucket list too. And, and uh, oh, very nice. I, I, I have a couple of friends that live out there. I'd love to go go see them too. Well, yeah, and Paul's on my case. So, you know, often to to finally get over there. But mind you, I'm also on his case to get to Montreal. So, <laughs> but uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm a big travel junkie, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Scandinavia was one of my favorite trips. You know, I've, oh, I've been, very fun. Very I've been fun. There yeah, I like times. to write. Like whenever I go somewhere, I like to you know write it down my experiences. So, so do you write just about your experiences or do you find yourself, you know, coming away from experiences like that with an idea for, for an animation project or anything along those lines? Uh, sometimes, actually. Um, so the reason I actually went, went to London was for a movie premiere for um, an animated feature film I worked on. Um, so it was really cool to actually um, go there uh, because the film actually uh, takes place in London. So it was actually cool to go and see it for myself after that. I would I would have loved to actually travel there to research and, and do it then. But, you know, just to see what I've animated, you know, was really cool. <laughs> uh, so what, how do you go about deciding what projects that you're going to take on? I mean, you, you mentioned that you occasionally you have a client that comes to you. I mean, is it mostly commercial work is it mostly you know work for corporations that, that need you to do things like uh you, you know training videos I, I i guess where do you find yourself working the most often what kind of patch hmm. uh, my favorite right now is uh i love working on music videos um so i've done uh, an animated music video for central city music company they're a local band in uh, idaho and i uh did it was called julie jammed on java so that was a fun music video and they and they showed it at a film festival out there and then right now i'm also working on a music video for the band called run with it so i'm that's in production right now i'm hoping that'll be out later this year Okay, so on the subject of which, uh, you were very uh, gracious in terms of getting uh, Run With It to actually uh, grant me permission to play one of their songs on there. Uh, I'd love to get these guys on at some point. I, I became a fast yeah, fan of theirs. Uh, and they're, they're out of the Atlanta area as well? or? Uh, no, they're in uh, Kansas City. They're in Kansas City. Okay, all right. Uh, so what we're going to do, uh, uh, Julie, is to... I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to play the uh, the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up by Jason Hadley. Uh, get in a quick plug for uh, Brigade Radio 1. And I'll play, uh, I guess it's uh, I Need a Light by, uh, by yeah. Run With It. And then we'll be back with you in about five minutes. All right? Awesome. Thanks. All right. Hey everyone, it's Ethan with Combat Radio. You know, one of the projects we're most proud of around here is the two-disc audiobook we produced with Disney legend Bob Gurr. From his years of working with Walt Disney to designing the T-Rex for Jurassic Park to Godzilla 1998, the work this man has done is legendary. He designed elements of the Matterhorn, Monorail, Haunted Mansion, Autopia, and much, much more. Get the two-disc audiobook at CD Baby. Just go to CD Baby and enter Fail Fast. Combat Radio Conversations with Disney legend Bob Gurr, and bang, you're on your way to greatness. the Hollywood Rock and Wrap-Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Scott Bayos suing his former co-stars, Nicole Eggert and Alexander Polinsky, who recently made allegations of past sexual misconduct, which, due to their age at the time, could compel police to investigate. 
You can watch the whole drama unfold on Scott Baio's new TV show, Charles in Charge Special Victims Unit. Margot Robbie was seen at New York Fashion Week, having recently signed to be the new face of Calvin Klein. However, with nearly 2 million procedures performed every year, it would be a safe bet that Margot Robbie's was not the only new face. Disney's been running the new trailer for the highly anticipated sequel to The Incredibles during the Winter Olympics. Despite American animation often being outsourced to South Korea, wages are so low at one studio, their best chance of getting a raise relies heavily on hoping. Incidentally, hoping is the guy who handles payroll. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Wrap Up. It was the middle of the night My only friend was the highway I'd started a drive No direction, only miles spent I was losing my mind Nothing more than tears and shaking Where the moon was so bright We used to spin and spin
that was uh, a track called I Need a Light, and the band is called uh, Run With It. And uh, you know, we're on with uh, Julie Katsuli, who's actually going to be doing some uh, work on a music video with them. Uh, this That's exactly the kind of sound that I like. If you want to get the cutting room floor, send me something like that. I'll put it on, I promise. Uh, really nice, big, fat sound behind it. Really good chord progression and melodic, and it's the kind of thing that sticks with you for a long time after you listen to it. Uh, so th thanks for introducing me to them, Julie. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. No problem. Yeah, they are on Spotify as well, so go check them out, guys. Okay, and uh, yeah, again, you can follow them on Twitter too, right? They're, uh, the, yes, mm -hmm. Run With It Band. Run With It Band, okay. And uh, guys, you made a fan out of me, and if you want to come on the show, I'd be happy to have you. Uh, wow, great Awesome, stuff. yay. Um, cool. So, I guess, what can you, you mentioned in passing there just before I, I cut to break, but, but um, you are going to be working on a music video, or they are working on a music video with them. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. What can you tell us about that? Sure. Um, so, the song is actually called One More Fight. That one's a really good song. It's actually one of my favorites, so I'm so happy to be working on that one. Um, so, definitely check that one out. Um, it, it's basically just about through all the struggle. You just keep taking one more step, you know, one more fight. So that's really fun. So right now, actually, that's um, it's in storyboard mode right now. So I'm just kind of sketching out um, and trying to see visually where I want the video to go. Um, so it's about, um, I guess, a th maybe a fourth of the way done right now. Now, now in the uh, without revealing too much, uh, like the, in the the video that I saw for I Need a Light, they, they did do a little bit of you know animation work in, in terms. Of, it was very subtle that they had the, and I, I, yeah. I, I love the effect where they had the the uh, the lyrics coming out. It was the car was driving down that dark street, right? Yeah, that was really cool. I like that. Um, they had told me that um, they wanted each one of their videos to have something different, you know. So uh, I'm not sure what they're doing with, as far as their other music videos, but I know that, you know, this one they wanted to be fully animated. And then so they had the lyrical video for the last one. So, yeah, exciting stuff. So um, Now, I, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is I understand that you were working on a, uh, a feature film, right, called The, yeah. the Xmas Files? Yep, called the Xmas Files. Um, that was directed by Liam Holland, and uh, I animated it. And uh, yeah, that was really cool. So, and it's an available. Um, well, it's on IMDb right now. Okay, and and uh, what was it about specifically? I mean, I gather this is a, a Christmas theme piece, right? Yes. Uh, so it has to do with Santa Claus and aliens. Uh, so it's uh, you know sci-fi Christmas. It's really fun. Uh, was that the first feature film that you worked on, or have you worked on other? Yeah, films? it was the first feature film I've ever worked on. Uh, so, so how was that a different experience for you than, say, working on some of the shorts that you've done? Um, it was very intense. It was very long. It took about maybe a year, year and a half, um, to make. Um, and I was the independent animator on it, so I pretty much did, you know, um. Most of the backgrounds we did uh, have uh, another animator come on. One of my friends, uh, he goes by NTD Creative. He did some of the backgrounds, uh, but then I did kind of the character designs. And so Liam would actually send me uh, some of the storyboards, and then I would, you know, animate on top of that. Oh, well, I mean, that, that sounds that sounds like a lot of work. I think. Yeah, it was. It was very very intense, but I loved the whole process of it. Is it something that you like to do more of? Is working on features or? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, I love, yeah, 
that'd be really cool. <laughs> uh, now, one of the other things that, that I, I'd like to bring up uh, in my last couple of minutes with you is, uh, sure. uh, I, I got to admit that I, I have horrible vertigo and I, I got vertigo just watching this. I can't imagine you doing it. You, you actually posted some skydiving videos. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love skydiving. That was a lot of fun. As soon as I went on my first tandem jump, um, a few years ago, I got hooked. Um, you know, so I've been wanting to get a skydiving license. So I was starting, um, you know, accelerated free fall training. Um, but it does cost a lot. So I need, I wanted to save up and, you know, get, just get a jump package and then just go all at once. Well, no. And, and I mean, I can picture getting hooked on a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things, but jumping yeah. out of a perfectly good airplane is. Not, is not we have a joke. We have a joke about that at the skydive place. They say they said, um, "Well, have you seen our airplanes? You'd want to jump out of those." <laughs> but, you know what? The closest I got was I. I they, they have a, uh, a simulator, one of those you know great big giant fan things that. that yeah, uh, that, have you gone on one uh, of those? Oh yeah, my my wife got me uh, a pass to one for for uh, my birthday a couple of years ago and they have one in you know, about a 15 minute drive from where I live right next to the movie theater so I said look I want I want to try this I made the biggest ass of myself and, <laughs> uh, you know I thought okay fine all I've got to do is lie flat and let the wind do the rest of it right it felt like an invisible hand had taken me and picked me up and thrown me against the wall and I couldn't hear anything except for the sound of my wife cackling through the oh glass. my goodness <laughs> Yeah, so I, I was, and I, I mean, I didn't get hurt or anything like that, but I can imagine just how foolish I look, because you're in this, like, fishbowl, basically, and everybody can see yeah. it, right? Yeah, so. we have a, a local one um, here uh, that I've always wanted to go to. I just haven't done the indoor one yet. Um, so is there any, you know, other part of, of the creative process or the filmmaking process that you, you haven't tried yet that you'd like to, whether it's, you mentioned that you did some voice work. I mean, you know, hmm. have, have you thought about doing any, you know, live acting or, or is that something that appeals to you or yeah i've thought of that um before um i really do like working behind the scenes doing animations that's um and i also like entertaining that's why i do the also do the kids birthday parties on the right. weekends right. um i kind of ham it up sometimes but it's it's a lot of fun and i like doing different kinds of voices um so i've done i've done uh one for in the xmas files uh production i've also done a couple in muse the animated series that was also that was by take about 19 okay. so that was really fun uh and the other thing i i, I want to make sure i mention is your artwork right uh, mm -hmm. the, the, do you actually sell prints of your artwork on your website or i, I guess what kind of uh you know artwork do you do apart from the animation stuff um, I actually do want to start getting into selling prints. Uh, there's some conventions happening all around Atlanta, and I would actually love to get an artist booth. Um, so I think uh, maybe starting next year, I'd like to start selling some prints. Um, so I do a lot of different things. One thing I'd like to do um, is do some, like, like I love the horror genre, so okay. I'd love to do something like that. Okay, well, what specifically? Like, uh, like... I I was thinking, uh, you know, maybe because uh, I, I like working with kids and I also love the horror genre. So I was thinking like combining the two and making some kind of cutesy kind of horror stuff, I think would be really fun. So kind of like a kidsy Halloween. You yeah, know, you know, yeah, something Halloweeny, little, little cute skulls and things like that. I think that'd be really fun. Along the lines of, you know, kind of a picture kind of a, you know, goosebumps kind of feel to it. Yeah, exactly. Goosebumps. Are you afraid of the dark? I mean, I love those as a kid. So, you know, I'd like to kind of bring that to the kids of today uh we just got a little uh 
yeah so yeah <laughs> paul reeves is chiming in chucky that's a, i think that's a little bit uh, <laughs> uh heavy-handed don't you uh <laughs> i was watching tales from the crypt this morning and i, I was hooked on that when i was a teenager and I, oh was... i love tales from the crypt too so yeah uh, the last question I have for you, Julie, uh, first of all, thank you very much for your time. And it, it's been great no chatting problem. with you and I'd, I'd be happy to have you back anytime you like. All right. Oh, and... great. That'll be wonderful. Thanks for having me on. Oh. And thank you, Paul Reeves for telling me about the show. Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to Paul. Uh, very, very helpful. And, and, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, uh, you know, Paul, great, great guy. So thanks a lot, Paul. Uh, Julie, my last question to you, uh, as we always do on this show, is where can people go to learn more about what you're doing? Where can people go get in touch with you? Um, well, you can pretty much follow me online anywhere at Kitsuli. That's K-I-T-S-U-L-I-E. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Twitter is where I post the most. Okay, great. And uh, I can tell you that, uh, that, that Julie is very well engaged on Twitter and, and uh, very responsive in terms of setting this up and uh, you know, keeping tabs on, on, you know, when I was going to be on and that kind of thing. So Julie, thank you very much for that. It's much appreciated. No problem. Right? Thank you. All right. So that's going to do it for me this week. Uh, again, with a big thank you to my guest, uh, Julie Katsuli and to, uh, to Paul Reeves for having set this up. Uh, also to Jason Hadley for the Hollywood rock and wrap up and, uh, run with it. Uh, the group that I featured today, really great band, by the way, I'm, I'm happy to have learned about them today. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Cut, print, wrap, and I am done. That was another edition of The Cutting Room Floor with your host, Casey Ryan. Follow Casey on Twitter at Cutting Room MRB and on Facebook, The Cutting Room Floor.